Hi, and welcome to another Kirky Free Sermons podcast. We hope that our sermons help you further your understanding of the Word of God and guide you into your own personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Whether you're tuning in on podcast or radio, we're glad that you're here today. Let's jump into this week's message. Thinking about all of this and knowing that this date was coming, I started pondering, what could I say to you for to help you on the next leg of your life. And that's what I thought about. The journey, one journey is ending, another journey is about to begin. Chapter's closing, another one is going to begin. And when I thought about that as well, it took me back to about 17 years ago when I was in high school graduating and knowing that I was leaving everything that I had ever known to go to a college that I didn't know a lot of people. And really, for the first time in my life back then, which you will soon probably feel, is that you are leaving childhood and you are becoming an adult. There's no more the parents over your shoulders making the decisions for you. You will be making your own decisions. Maybe some of you have already made those decisions, but there will be a moment where you will probably feel alone. And when I thought about that, I thought about the race and running the race. I thought about how you guys are about to go on a hard journey from here on out on your race. But I also thought of everyone in this church We're all at different parts of the race. We are all running the race. And I don't know where you are at personally on that race, but when I think about that, I want to give you some encouragement as you run. And when I think about the verses that talk about running the race, a couple come into mind. The first can be found in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 24 to 27. It says, Do you not know... That in a race, all the runners run, but only one receives the prize. So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable reef, but we an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as a one beating the air, but I discipline my body and keep it under control. Lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. I also think of Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, that says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance, or some say perseverance, the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who, for the joy set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. When you look at those verses, you see we have to be disciplined. We have to have self-control. We have to have endurance, and we have to have perseverance. And when I think about that, right, Hebrews talks about laying weight aside, laying things aside, run free. I thought about, but what should we carry with us while we run? Seniors, what should you carry with you while you run? And when I thought about that, the verses that kept coming to my mind were from Ephesians chapter 6, where Paul is writing about the armor of God. And in those verses, he says, to put on the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, footgear to spread the good news, lift up your shield of faith, put on your helmet of salvation, and carry your sword of the Spirit. And when we look at those verses, and, and knowing that we should be running with the armor of God as we run the race, And why should we put on the belt of truth? Because we need to use the belt of truth to defeat the lies that Satan tries to throw at us. 
We need to put on the breastplate of righteousness to use this to protect our hearts of Satan's attacks. The footgear to spread the good news, Satan wants us to think that it's worthless, it's hopeless. Nobody really wants to hear about Jesus. They don't care. But the footgear that God supplies us as we're running the race gives us the motivation to continue to proclaim the good news. Because the truth is, everyone needs to hear it. People are searching for peace. People searching for hope. People are searching for love. We need to carry the shield of faith because we use this to protect us from the flaming arrows that Satan is trying to shoot at us, the insults, the setbacks, the temptations. Use the shield of faith. We need to put on the helmet of salvation because we need to use this to protect our minds from the doubts that Satan's trying to get to us. He wants, you, he wants to give you doubts of who God is, of what Jesus has done, and he wants to give you doubts that you truly are not saved. So put on the helmet of salvation to protect your mind from those things. Lastly, the last weapon that Paul writes about in Ephesians is the only weapon of offense. Everything else is defensive. Everything else protects you. But the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, is the one weapon of offense. Sometimes we need to go on the offensive to defeat Satan, to go against Satan. So in times when you are tempted or you are feeling down, open the word of God, the spirit of truth, and read the truths that are in that. And I think what I like most about all of that, because all those things are good, but after Paul talks about wearing the armor of God, he goes on to say, but above all things, be in prayer. Be in prayer. We need to be praying. We need to be in the Word. We need to be applying the Word, soul-searching. How can we apply this to our lives? We need to be repenting sin, resisting temptation, shedding the excess weight, but most importantly, staying on track. Seniors, if you ask anyone in this room if the race is easy, I guarantee you they would say no. The race is difficult. And from here, it's only going to get harder. I'm sorry, it's the truth. The race is going to be difficult. You're going to have pain. You're going to have struggles. You're even probably going to suffer. But in those moments, don't give up. Don't quit. As we run the race and strive towards holiness, resist temptation, flee worldliness, discipline yourselves, fight the good fights, and follow Christ and take up your cross. We run for Jesus. We're spreading the news. We run to one day receive the crown of righteousness that Paul talks about. But I think there's something greater than that, in my opinion, that I want to hear more than a crown, and that I hope that you also are running after to hear these words. Jesus talks about them in Matthew 25. That one day you may hear, because at one moment we're all going to stand in front of Jesus of those who follow him. We're going to look back at our lives, look back at our race, and how well did we run it. And the words that I want to hear, which I hope that you, church, want to hear, is well done, my good and faithful servants. Well done, my good and faithful servants. And so know this, seniors, as you leave here, We are rooting for you. We are cheering you on. We are in your corner. 
We want to see you become successful, but be a successful follower of Jesus more than anything else. To not lose your faith, to not lose the end goal, the sight, but to finish the race strong. And as you go and you run your race, know you're holding a baton by people that were held before you. If you look at Hebrews 11, the heroes of the faith, they also had to run the race. Paul had to run the race. The disciples had to run the race. You are being watched by that great cloud of witnesses. Proclaim the name of Jesus as you run the race. And that's what I have for you this morning. I know it's not much, but run well, run hard, don't quit, don't give up, and know that you always have a home here. You always have a church that will support you in everything that you do. Let me pray for you. And then we'll come and lead our last, sing our last hymn. Dear Father, I thank you for these seniors. They're about to embrace on a new journey of life. A new chapter is going to be written in their book. A new leg of the race. Whether that's college, whether that's work, we know that there are going to be times of struggle, pain, and suffering. God, but through all of that, may they remain faithful and committed to you. May they be in the word. May they be praying to you. May they be spending time with you. Have your hand upon them. And anyone in this church that is also just going through the race in a difficult time, remember that they too should have the armor of God on to remain faithful as they run the race. To one day hear the words, well done, my good and faithful servant. Thank you for Jesus who offers us hope, life, peace, and love when we have put our trust and faith in him. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So church, as I send you out, I'm reminded of these verses that Paul writes towards the end of his life. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Hence, therefore, henceforth there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness with the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Go, run the race, keep the faith, fight the good fight. This message was brought to you by the Kirkoven Evangelical Free Church of Kirkoven, Minnesota. If you'd like to get in contact with us, please email us at kirkefree at gmail.com. That's K-E-R-K-E-free at gmail.com.